You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Start Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Let's go with that. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Welcome back. The second hour of power. A great hour to more in the books. It's Ray Central on the radio. It's a drive from 3 to 5 and always streaming at RayCentralMedia.com. The uh, our website's gone through a, a, a real makeover, which uh, if you haven't checked it out, it's... It, just went back live uh, about a day or so ago, but a lot of great new audio there. Uh, all our latest new TV shows. It's uh, it's 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 worth an investigation, as we might say, in the world of Formula One. Formula One at the legendary circuit at Silverstone this weekend. They're just wrapping up uh, free practice one. Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari leads Lewis Hamilton. In the Friday practice, uh, maybe one of the better practice sessions Lewis has had as of late. There's been, well, you know, I'm not going to tell that story right now. There's been a, a lot of stuff going on in the paddock. I'll get to that as we meander a little bit farther into the program. And we'll be joined by top fueler uh, Josh Hart currently uh, sixth in the standings, doing a great job. This is not a, a highly funded or overly funded team. They have to do a lot with a little. And it's it's pretty cool to see what they're doing. I think the big surprise this year in the world of NHRA in the top fuel category has been the come up of certainly the uh, Scrappers Metalworks guys. Uh, uh, I was in uh, Phoenix to see them win a very very popular win, and then um, wow, what a story! If you haven't read the story, um. Mike Salinas had some very, well, let's put it this way. Mike Salinas unplugged on the, uh, Sid's giving me some kind of hand signs back here. Does that mean that the ghost is coming back? Or is, it the, is that a rain dance, SDK? Yes, she doesn't know. Uh, but then Mike Salinas comes out with a story that really was talked about for a long, long time in, uh, well, all across the NHRA. So I'll kind of leave it at that. But certainly the, the surprise this year, if the surprise in, in NASCAR has been Ross Chastain, certainly the surprise in the NHRA. Well, we just talked to one of them, uh, Camry Caruso in pro stock, but Mike Salinas in the top fuel category. Uh, definitely uh, a lead story. Brittany Force doing what she normally does. Uh, not the great best year so far for Steve Torrance. We'll certainly well, we'll see that uh, in a few weeks here at the Mile High Nationals. Steve O's uh, very, very good here. I look forward to seeing my good friend. Um, but uh, then Josh Hart uh, doing, like I say, doing an awful lot with very little. The um, well, let's do this. Uh, I was going to get to this this tire blowout story, but I think uh, we'll we'll get there. But Kevin Harvick uh, struggling this year, uh, not good to start the season off at all. Getting better as of late. And he's, uh, he's got some thoughts on the next-gen car so far. So uh, thanks to Fox Sports. Let's hear from Kevin Harvick right here and right now. I, I would have bet a million dollars last week that Charlotte was going to be horrendous. And then all of a sudden we're running up on a part of the racetrack that we've never, we haven't run in five or six years, right? And so I've, I, I've, I've quit trying to guess, like, 
what my car is going to drive like, what race is going to be good, what race is going to be bad, because there is no rhyme or reason to it. Um, and I don't think that's by fault. I think that's just because there's just so many, there's just so many new variables that, that you know, we all just don't completely understand, and, and you're, it's kind of trial and error. And Yeah, it's, uh, it really is trial and error, and that's a great way for uh, Kevin Harvard to put it because – Again, and I've said this time ad, ad, ad nauseum, there's really not, well, there's no uh, data. The first time they, they really started getting any data was when they were testing this car before the clash in Los Angeles. And you really can't gain any knowledge from the clash because you're basically racing inside of a, of a cereal bowl. And it's flat. It's an exhibition race. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. But the first time they really started getting any, any real data or data, whichever you prefer, was at Daytona as they were working their way up to the Daytona 500. So still, uh, you know, kind of, you know, fake it till you make it. Uh, learning as you go. I think some, I think some teams have, they, they figured it out earlier or before some other teams. And that's why you've seen the results as we've seen. I would expect, but I am not a crystal ball reader. I do not have a crystal ball you would think the top teams would start separating themselves from the rest of the field. It's kind of like the weather. We're going to have to wait and see because there's, there's, I mean, where you were good last year in the old car, throw it away. You can't carry over any information to where it's, you know, over the years past, it's like, okay, we started the last couple of races, but, man, we're really good at Martinsville. Well, <laughs> you might have you been good at Martinsville, but in this thing, I, we don't know if you're going to be good at Martinsville. So it's just kind of <laughs> like Kevin Harvick said, we're just learning as we go. And that's, you know, it's it's – it's just it is what it is. I don't. I'm trying to find some words for it, but it is what it is. It's uh, kind of like with the Broncos this season. They should be really good, but everything's new. We have a we have the Denver next gen Broncos. Everything's new. Owners, coaches, personnel, scheme. There there is a crossover in some ways from stick and ball sports to motorsports in that sense, and maybe in that only since it should be pretty pretty good to see uh you heard me talking a little formula one just a moment ago um <clears throat> man uh it's it's kind of I, I guess in a parallel to nascar this new car in formula one is also making it very exciting it's also great to see that, uh, you know, Checho, per Checo Perez, excuse me, I'll catch up, gets a new deal with Red Bull. They have been very good together. And usually, especially in Formula One, teammates don't really get along. They don't really share data. From In the old days, there was the number one driver, and then the, the other driver was clearly a number two. 
But that doesn't really exist anymore in Formula One. It's too expensive. Too much is on the line. The contracts are too big. The cost is too great. You can't afford to have a guy that will not push the number one. It's it's Years ago, they called it co-number ones. Now it's just him and him. Or him and her. I don't know if we'll see a woman driver back in Formula One in the near future. I think there should be. There's a couple good ones out there. But as I've said many, many times, no dough, no go. And that is happening right now to Tatina Calderon, who had a lovely chat with the Long Beach Grand Prix. She was a test driver for the Alpha Formula One team. Not really a, a substitute driver, but a test driver. Was pretty good. Comes to IndyCar this year with A.J. Voigt in the Rokit car that she drives on the permanent road courses and the temporary street circuits. Our good friend J.R. Hildebrand in the ovals. Well, now Rokit, there's some sponsorship troubles there. And Larry Voigt, who runs a team... Uh, is working to get it resolved. I mean, I hate to say it, Tatina's a, a very lovely young lady, obviously very talented, but she's really struggled. And I think that could be part of it. When you have a sponsor spending the cubic dollars that are being spent, and don't get me wrong, Rokip is was founded by uh, uh, John Paul Michel, Paul Mitchell Systems, and... Patron Tequila, whose daughter is doing a, been doing a terrific job in the NHRA in the funny car category, won the U.S. Indy Nationals a few years ago. We'll see her, her, her at the Mile High Nationals. But when you're running at the back of, back of the field, uh, you're you know two three laps down. The sponsor is looking at the value, the value proposition, and I hope they get it sorted out. I hate to see her not. Uh, uh, stay in the series, but there's some serious concern there, and we'll have to see how it plays out. <clears throat> this weekend uh, could be the last time that she is in the Rokit IndyCar for Voight Racing. Uh, more good stuff. Uh, Josh Hart joining us on the program. Next segment, uh, currently seventh in the NHRA Top Fuel standings. You'll see him uh, here at the uh, Mile High Nationals a couple weeks away. Looking forward to talking to Josh Hart. We'll get to NASCAR odds, and a whole lot more. And we'll get to it after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. For 16 minutes after the hour, it is uh, Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports ESPN AM 1600, FM 104.3. And HD2, uh, always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. All our new shows are up there. The the reworked uh, New Look website. We have some great audio from uh, Russell Holmes from Gas Monkey Garage, Santino Ferrucci. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it was time for a, a, a really sweet refresh. And so certainly we've done that. And uh, it's all good stuff right there. So, um 
Uh, we're hopefully going to catch up with Josh Hart. I mean, being a weekend off and being the 4th of July, you know, it's it, I get it. Uh, but it was good to catch up with Camry Caruso. Uh, you can see Josh and Camry at the Mile High Nationals in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, also, I, I wanted to get to this story. It's a weird one. It's frankly a really weird one. The uh, well, many time former Formula One champion uh, Nelson Piquet, who won a couple championships uh, with uh, BMW, an amazing driver. And this was back in the day. I mean, the the little four cylinder turbo they had in the uh, BMW. Uh, Formula One car, I mean, like 1,100 horsepower. They, at the end of qualifying, come into the pits, and the the motor is glowing red. And because of the degradation of all the alloy from the heat and stuff like that, basically they throw the motor away. This is back, this is back in the 80s. Back when I was really kind of cutting my teeth, uh, I've always been a Formula One fan, but, you know, I was going to a lot of races, uh, sneaking into the garage, talking to all the folks. A lot of fun. Very cool stuff. But uh, Nelson Piquet made some comments, I won't go into all the the the, the, the do's and don'ts, that uh, Lewis Hamilton find, found very offensive. And then Hamilton, I, I think... I'm sorry, man. Lewis Hamilton's got to stay in his lane. Yes, he's won seven championships. Max Verstappen beat him fair and square last year. And they tried to point fingers at everybody. Got a, you know, a series official basically sacked, as we would say, in Formula One. Fired. You're fired! Sort of. I mean, the demotion, he might as well have been fired. Um... When you have a seven-time world champion saying things like, we need to stop letting old guys, or old voices have a voice. And for a driver that is so, well, heck-bent on equality, diversity, which I'm all fine with, but I'm not sure if that's congruent with... Everybody can have a voice. Everybody can, you know, diversity, um, um, you know, fairness, uh, transparency. That's all great stuff. But I, I, I don't, I'm just, I'm having a hard time with that one. Because it kind of flies in the face of everything that you have been talking about. And then when a major story at the British Grand Prix, which is his home track, Silverstone. And he's been whining about the Formula One ban on jewelry, which he wears a lot of. He takes the post in his nose out to make a statement. Yeah. SDK's looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? When that's a story, yikes. Uh, I mean, where are we going with this deal? I mean, is it about... You know, Friday, about Formula One, is it, I, I'm confused. I am really confused. But that's the way that it goes. There 
let's talk silly season for a moment. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the silliness of this season uh, in IndyCar. And they're, you know, talking about bad blood in, in NASCAR with Ross Chastain and the sandwich. There's a little stuff going on between a couple teams over in IndyCar, too. There, which it's, if, even if you have a driver under contract, you can always uh, tether an inquiry through backdoor channels, much like the stick and ball sports. I mean, uh, uh, you know, a tampering. Well, yeah, you don't just come right out and say, yeah, we lobbed a phone call into LeBron James, see if we can get him to come here to Denver. He's under contract, can't do that. But you can do that. You just tether the communication through back channels. Well, there is some back channeling happening in IndyCar, which, uh, yeah, could get really interesting. There's, there's a lot of names being thrown around. Scott Dixon's name pops up. Well, Dixon's under contract to Ganassi. Very strange. I mean, I find it interesting. I love the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And there is absolutely no doubt that in the world of Formula One, it's just who's got the sharpest knife. It just doesn't matter. Like I said, the bucks are too big. The global audience is too big. There's too much at stake. And it can get a little feisty over there. Actually, it can get very feisty over there. And I love it. I think as the season begins to wind down in NASCAR, I think you're going to see even more feistiness than you've seen so far. It's, uh, I mean, there's, there is a very slow turning of the worm in NASCAR. The turning of the worm in IndyCar has been much faster. It's, it's the kid show. It's definitely the kid show. I mean, Joseph Newgarden is no kid, but he's the oldest of the kids. And uh, I believe he's fastest in the first practice at Mid-Ohio. Not, not surprising. But it, it's, it's the kid show. And now with the renewed bounce in, uh, well, Alexander Rossi. And this guy, <clears throat> I don't want to say left for dead. But it was just like, really? I mean, okay, 10th, 11th, 12th, really? No polls, no nothing. And all of a sudden makes the, or the announcement is made that he is leaving Andretti. And all of a sudden the guy's on the pole and fighting for a victory in two races in a row. So maybe Alexander Rossi, who's still a young guy. Maybe there's more vigor in his, in his uh, you know, in his V8. Staying at a Holiday Inn Express at night before the races. Getting smarter. Racing smarter. But it's still the kid show. NASCAR? A little bit. I mean, you know, certainly the rumblings about Martin Truex retiring were real. Kurt uh, Busch, maybe still. Kevin Harvick, who knows? I, I, I just, I don't know why you'd want to, you know, 
go out and do what, what you're doing every weekend to finish, you know, now better as of late, but be, you know, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th in a sport that if something goes wrong, you, you can get hurt. It's last time I'm checked. You know, nobody nobody's died missing a tee shot, taking called third strike, dropping a pass, missing a layup. It's a different deal out there. So could there be uh, a hastening of the turning of the worm at the end of the season? I don't know. We know Martin Truex is coming back. Kurt Busch, we don't know. Uh, Kevin Harvick, we don't know. We just don't know. It is Race Central on the radio. It is uh, Race Central, the drive here, 3 to 5 here at Race Central on the radio. AM 1600 ESPN Radio, FM 104.3, the fan and HD2. And always streaming around the country and around the globe. The website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. Reminder, the second Sunday now, every month, the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show. Car Show at the WeatherTech store in Broomfield. And August 6th, it's the uh, West... Well, it's it's the Westminster store. It's Total Beverage, Race Central, Not Your Average Car Show. Car Show, Saturday, August 6th. Uh, go to racecentralmedia.com. All the information is right there. And for the VIP sign-up deal and the VIP package, it's right there at racecentralmedia.com. Click on the icon, and uh, it's, it's all good to go. And there's a QR code there, too. It is Race Central. Sid the Kid says time for a timeout. We're coming back. Odds for this weekend. Right here, right now, after this. About 30 minutes after the hour, it is uh, Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5. The blowtorch for motorsports is like this program many a year ago. It's been here in the Mile High about uh, 22 years now, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fast, uh, semi-fabulous Friday as we, a uh, little Formula One at Silverstone, NHRA is off as they get ready to come to altitude here at the Mile High Nationals in a couple of weeks. Uh, NASCAR at the, uh, well, the beautiful road course, which is Road America. IndyCar were just there a little while ago. IndyCar in mid-Ohio, another spectacular tree-lined, uh, very fast and very exciting uh, circuit. Um, yeah, what can I tell you? Again, uh, second uh, Sunday now, every month, the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show, Car Show at the WeatherTech Campus in Broomfield. And August 6th, uh, save the date, the uh, Total Beverage, Race Central Not Your Average Car Show, Car Show. There's a theme here. Uh, Saturday the 6th at the Westminster store. Uh, you can click on the icon at the new and improved racecentralmedia.com and get more information. And you definitely want to get that VIP registration package, special parking. You get the custom-made uh, you know, VIP registrant package. It, it's pretty cool stuff. If uh, you're a regular of the program, you know I get to drive um, some pretty cool cars. And uh, it's uh, it's a privilege uh, to get to do so. And I, I've just had a couple cars that I am excited to talk about. Uh, I don't have time, unfortunately, to do all of them today. But uh, I just had the 2022 Mazda CX-30. And I've said this many times in this program. There's there's not much that isn't really cool with a lot of manufacturers. But Mazda's certainly doing a great job. I had the new CX-30. It's the turbo all-wheel drive, premium plus package. The one I had was what's called machine gray metallic with a black and brown leather interior. 
absolutely beautiful. It has the Sky Active, which is very efficient, a uh, 2.5 liter turbo engine. The uh, Sky uh, Active uh, six speed sport mode. He's got a sport and a comfort mode. He's got the paddle shifts, which I really enjoy. I get get to kind of pretend I'm driving a Formula One car. It uh, really a beautiful machine. The 18 inch black alloy wheels, the low profile tires. Uh, uh, I could go on and on and on. The big massive sunroof, moonroof. I can tell you this too because I I had to. Uh, uh, use it. Well, it used itself. The backup camera and blind spot alert system is fantastic. I was just kind of moving out of a parking space, two big trucks on each side of me. I really couldn't see either side. And beep, 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 stepped on the brake and cargo whizzing on by. It's a great feature, especially, you know, in a, in a it's a midsize car, but with a lot of trucks and bigger vehicles on the road here in Colorado. The, the, uh, uh, lane uh, alert system, if you start to drift a little bit, it's really good. It gives you a really hard little vibration through the steering wheel that uh, will definitely catch your attention. So heaven forbid, uh, not me, but if, you know, if you're driving, you're a little tired, you start to drift a little bit, it's going to uh, put a tingle in your jingle. It's going gonna, it's gonna to alert you, and it's, it's going to uh, you know, keep you on track. The blind, um, the blind spot, uh, there's not really any blind spots in this car, but the blind spot uh, uh, warning system works spectacularly. I love the sound system, the touch screen. It's just super efficient. It has all the goodies that you might, you know, certainly want to have. A five-star rating uh, frontal, five-side, or five-star, excuse me, I'll catch up, uh, on the side. Uh, it's, it's, you know, this is targeted at maybe a young family that wants a, a, a mid-sized crossover, mid-sized to small. And so it's got all the safety features. You're not going to have to worry about that. It's a, it's a hell of a car. I drove the heck out of it. Uh, for a week, like I always do. And EPA says 22 city, 30 highway. I got way better than that. And with a turbocharged car, do you expect that? And what's neat about the turbo is, you know, the responsiveness is really good. It's not a big horsepower, big torque motor, but with the turbo, the thing just, it just hammers, it hammered down. I really like what Mazda's doing. I really like the new CX-30. And for, you know, all this, I mean, this thing starts at 34. With all the bells and whistles, it's 36 grand. I really think that it's a ton of machine uh, for the money. Very impressed. What can I say? 2022 Mazda CX-30. If you're looking for something in that category, I would... uh, Really suggest that you go drive one. I, I like Mazda's a lot. So that's a little wrap it up for the car review. Uh, Sid, we got a little time for a little audio right here. Okay, so, uh, you know, one of the big stories this year has been uh, the blowouts on the next-gen cars. You know, some are pointing, to tie, pointing fingers at Goodyear. As I was going to say, it's an example where a good year can lead to a bad day. I think it's the uh, the crew chiefs maybe getting a little overly creative with tire pressures. It'll all come out in the wash, but let's uh, let's hear from Joey Logano about blowouts right here and right now. The biggest issue um, that that I see right now is left rear tires, right? And, and 
the way we can't we can't control the car when the left rear blows out. That's the biggest issue we have right now. So um, just got to work on, on that specifically. Uh, we used to have inner liners and things like that so we can save the car when the left rear goes flat. Um, right now there's, there's no saving it. If it blows out as you go into the corner, you're along for the ride. It, it, quite a few were lucky here in practice and, and blew it out down the straightaway and, and you come in and life's okay. But if it's as you turn off into the corner, you're a, you're a passenger at that point and you used to be able to save it. So, learning curve with new car, right? But we have to change something to fix that. Don't know what it is. I have ideas, but uh, I think it's probably uh, you know something that needs to be addressed. It needs to be a, uh, a, an adjustment needs to be uh, taking place because he's right. If the old tire with the inner liner, if the blew out, you you had you had a moment, and you had a. a much better chance at saving it now. It goes instantly flat. You're on the rim. It's you're yeah. You're set in sail as we uh, hate to say, but it is what it is. Uh, they can't go to an inner liner with this new wheel and tire combination. So something's got to be done because that's uh, yeah. You turn down in the corner of the car. You know, takes a run in you up into the wall, and it's going to hurt. Fortunately, the new cars are very, very safe. Another guy that's been having a great year so far is Michael McDowell. And, again, it's nice to see drivers you normally wouldn't expect having success this year. And, again, thanks to Fox Sports, we're going to hear from Michael right here and right now. Early. early. Um, Background, Sonoma yeah, is like no, no, strategy. Yeah, no, but. strategy for sure at Sonoma and, and then obviously Gateway, too. Um, you know, we pitted on that last caution with a couple laps, you know, to go in that stage. I think we probably could have had a shot at winning the stage or finishing in the top five. But, yeah, I don't know really how to answer that because we've been qualifying pretty well here lately. Um, but a lot of it, too, is just, for us, it's just, I think, a little bit of pit stops, um, a little bit of keeping track position. And then normally you get that long run at the end, right? So the, the long run seems to be our strength. It seems to be where we're able to, you know, pick people off. Uh, the short run's been a little bit of a struggle. So I'm not really sure what to equate that to, but I think that we've executed well. Um, obviously, Charlotte was a lot of attrition. Uh, there was a lot of carnage there. So I, I don't think we were, you know, a top 10 car there all night, but um, pretty close. So I don't know. I think... Um, you know, qualifying well, executing pit stops helps you keep that track position. You know, for those stage points. But I think, I think we're pretty close. And there would be a time. There would be a time when five top tens in the last eight races that you wouldn't even think about that at front row, yeah. right? So what what's it like to have that type of success? Yeah, over, over a consistent stretch. Yeah, I think you know. It feels really good. Last year, we started that trend and that momentum, getting more top tens, running well. And then this year, you know, with this next-gen car and, um, you know, just the chemistry Blake and I have, we've been hitting on it, and I feel like we're in a good spot. You know, like even right there, we missed that second round again by a few hundreds. We're close every weekend. Um, just got to get a little bit more to be in contention all the time. But we're, we're getting close, and so it's been a lot of fun. It's exciting. It's exciting to, uh, you know, work really hard for a long time and finally get to be competitive week in and week out. Can you- yeah. Five, uh, five, uh, <laughs> uh, five uh, top tens in ten races. What's wrong with that? Uh, 
that's pretty impressive, especially for, again, a smaller, lesser-funded team. They're loving the new car. Uh, and I think in some senses, there are some drivers that just like uh, what the new car, how it feels, how it works. Uh, maybe some of the old timers are so used to, you know, the previous car. Um, and, and, you know, Michael McDowell, Phoenix, Arizona, he's also a dirt track guy. Kyle Larson, dirt track guy. No problem with the next gen car. Could have some play in it. Who knows? I'm just speculating. Maybe not. It is Race Central on the radio. It's the drive. Three to five. Happy, happy Fourth of July weekend. Uh, be safe if you're out there on the roads. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, use your head. It, uh, yeah. But it should be a fun commute home because there won't be anybody on the road. Uh, brought to you by our good friends at DreamCars. DreamCars.com. Uh, top-rated auction and traditional selling, too. Contact Tom. He's the boss at support at dreamcars.com. Tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio. Also, uh, Fred's Place, Colpar Hobbies, two locations to serve you at colpar.com and Coyote Motorsports, a short drive up I-25 and Coyote Motorsports.com. They've got the CF Moto, ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, the new bike, too, and 0% financing and Denver's only star certified Yamaha a dealer. It is Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com NASCAR odds after this Come on. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, here we go. Last call. Not, well, not that that thing, but it is last call. Uh, great to catch up with Camry Caruso. We will track down uh, Josh Harp. It is the 4th of July weekend. I understand. Uh, everybody out there, be safe. Have a good one. Uh, have a lot of fun. And we'll, uh, you know, see you here ne- next Friday. But uh, so here we go. Um, uh, this weekend, and, and this is not surprising to me, the NASCAR Quick Trip 250 at uh, Road America, Chase Elliott uh, coming off his victory in Nashville is a favorite. Kyle Larson, second year. There, that guy is again. Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, A.J. Allmendinger, the, the road course specialist. Austin Sindrick, good on the road courses, too. Uh, Suarez, good on the road course. Crystal Bell. I mean, this is going to be an exciting race. I'm a little surprised to see uh, William Byron and Tyler Reddick uh, down as far as they are. Uh, Chris Buescher, a little f- further down that. But that, that, that team has been doing well on the super speedways, I, I you know. Road course it may not be his jam, uh, but good stuff right there. Our good friend Bob Pockris, who's joined us many times on the program, I love the stuff he's been doing on Fox Sports. Kind of silly, uh, kind of, uh, well, tongue-in-cheeky. I, it's very campy. I, I love it. And uh, uh, Bob's going to give us uh, his opinions on, uh, well, Chase Elliott's big win in Nashville. So let's talk to our good friend, courtesy of Fox Sports, Mr. Bob Pockris right here and right now. Some Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following a long night at Nashville. Over six and a half hours to get this race in, so I'm tired. So I'm sitting down here in Victory Lane. This is where Chase Elliott was celebrating his victory. And it was a big victory. It was his second concrete win of the year, but that isn't 
what made this victory a big victory. It was a victory that he needed after a, a frustrating month, right? He wins at Dover, finishes fifth the following week, and then as he says, probably crashed like 10 times. Now I don't think he crashed 10 times and it wasn't 10 races, but it was enough for him to feel a little frustrated and he isn't really a, somebody who gets frustrated all that easily. He needed a good result. That eighth place finish at Sonoma wasn't, you know, didn't do it for him. He needed a win or a time where he was challenging for a win. And he certainly did that here today. And not only did he challenge for the victory, but he did on a day where he had a you know, pit road snafu by, by his team. You know, they weren't sure that they got one of the wheels on. They had to come back in. They, it was probably loose. And he's restarting in the back there early in the race, but you didn't know it was early in the race because there could have only been 30 or 40 laps left depending on the rain. Uh, good for Chase Elliott that wasn't, that he was able to rally to get to the front, and then he holds off Kyle Busch on a restart there with about 39 to go, and, and holds off Busch then for some laps where it looked like Busch might be able to get past him. And then, you know, the late caution, he stays out, a bunch of others stay out, but you know, look, he's got to beat the other Bush, Kurt Bush there for those final four laps. That's not an easy thing to do. That's what champions do. And that's why this was a big win for Chase Elliott. There you have it. Uh, Mr. Bob Pockress, he's, you know, he's a very um, prim and proper dude. And I think if I have those other Fox Sports segments he's doing, they're kind of, they're kind of, you know, as I say, campy, tongue in cheek, whatever. And Bob's been on this program all the time. He tells me when I see him at the cup race, I love doing your show. You're kind of crazy and uh he's jumped i mean you've heard him on the program laughing many times when i'm saying stuff and he he's not really a laughy guy but i think these segments are loosening him up because it's kind of fun to see uh, uh bob unplugged well as unplugged as bob pockers can be he's a great friend and a great guest uh you know it's one of our favorites we do radioactive and uh, sid the kid stk has got it potted up and ready to go let's go radioactive from nashville it's going to be a wild event here this afternoon. That's just part of the charm of racing here at Nashville Super Speedway. You never know what you're going to get. All right, guys. Coming off a win. I'll make it two in a row. Let's do it again. Why not, right? You know the car careful of doing it. Have a good day here, fellas. Appreciate all the hard work. Stay hydrated. Stay focused. Stay cool. Let's do this. I'll do the best I can for you out here. Try to be in victory lane. You guys are going to want to watch the radar. There's a storm about 10 miles due east. Green flag is in the air. The second annual Ally 400 is underway. Nobody faster than you. No pressure out back, Kevin. Doing good. Looks like Ross is pretty good in the one. He's able to give up entry with a little bit of a arc. Hamlin dominating here early. Still out there clear. Come on, all the way. Daniel Suarez will be the new second place driver. One car's off the pace. It's William Byron. Bro, guys, I can't drive it this way. Trouble turn two. One car is around and hard into the outside wall. Seven just completely this. Corey LaJoy is a really good race car driver. Ah, uh, hell, it's sorry. Did not mean to do that. Trouble turn two. Couple of cars tangled midway between one and two. We're in the fence. Right front damage, left side damage. Hold the brake, hold the brake, hold. Broke. The green flag goes back in the air. Martin Truex Jr. stays stride for stride with Hamlin. And look at him go. Martin Truex Jr. takes the lead away. One inch stretch in here. Nice work. Get your rhythm. Truex Jr. will win stage one of the Ally 400. All right, good work, man. 
That was loose off the whole time. To work on that a little bit. Mark Truex Jr., he's the leader. A very frustrating situation for Bubba Wallace. The problem that he had was a loose wheel. Obviously, we are on that down. I apologize for that. Leave me the alone, dude. Here comes Hamlin out of the pocket to the inside. Three wide for the lead in Nashville. Just you three, bottom of three. Caution for rain, I believe. This shell just kind of popped up out of nowhere right on top of us. We're likely going to get wet. I think I'm hitting here enough. Yeah, I think so. I think the brakes are be pretty close to us. I feel like the radar is starting to look better. Still not sure I feel any better about what to do, though. Still in the rain. Yes, it is. Just need to get this restart and get the lane and check out. Off four they come, and we're ready to go. Green, green, green. Danny Hamlin gets a finger in front of Martin Truex Jr., but Truex rallies back. Go back even to shoot him three back to two wide. We just like to drive a car once and watch some of these cars, what they can do. I just want to make maneuvers like you guys do. 23 coming. 23 is really fast right now, bud. Lap after lap, we have seen these two running side by side for the lead. Hamlin will now tuck in line behind his teammate. Be short his corner up here, back at your bumper, barely clear, all clear. Yeah, one more chance here, get up there, get up, he's shooting our battle for the season. Even, door, quarter, take it, good work. Green and white checkered flag in the air, Martin Drex Jr. wins stage number two. Right, nice work, bud, we're back in it now. I thought I had a right rear tire going down, but it never did anything else. Denny Hamlin will come off of pit road, giving up six spots. That matter, that matter. 108 laps remaining here at Nashville. Everybody's rolling here. Nice coming to you tonight. Hold on to it, hold on to it. Calls are behind you, turn forward, calls are behind you. I don't know if I can go or not. Big fire at the back of the Eric Jones car. Thank you, thank you, Witcher. Go, 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 go. I think I can control this balance and clean track. Yeah, copy, doing good. He's two in front of you, OBT. Chris Busher, it looks like he has lost the right rear. Sorry about that. We uh, had no escape on that one. Well, that sucks. He'll surge out. Elliot back to the lead on turn two. Take it, take it, take it. No drip. On ice. When you think you know who's going to victory lane, the caution flag is out. Did blow up there, Doug? Yep. Staying out here. Chase Elliott will stay on the track. 14th on back will stay on the track. It's nine to go right now. I was bringing Penn and Beefite. Need some m, &M. Yeah, 10-4, we got it. We have a decent cushion, but we just got to clear of this, guys. Four laps to go. Green flag is in the air. We're underway. Get Chase Elliott around the outside. He'll go to the lead. Here, take it, take it, take it. Oh, yeah. What a weekend. His second win of 2022. You know how to play a guitar? Go, baby. Good stuff, boys. Hey, race fans. Thanks for watching our... Yeah, good stuff right there. Love bringing you a little radioactive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're getting ready to launch something very special and very cool. So uh, STK being as busy as she is and me being a crazy person, we don't get so we, we, we get a little uh, little lost in our conversation. But it's going to be very cool and we'll announce it very, very soon. It is Race Central, the radio. It is Race Central, the drive. Happy 
happy and hopefully safe Fourth of July weekend. And uh, good for Chase Elliott. Good stuff right there. Camry Caruso joining us on the program. Can't thank her enough as uh, Elon Warner uh, makes that uh, happen uh, for us. All, all our great sponsor partners. You know, it comes time to do commerce. We can't do business without them. So support them, please. Uh, they're the lifeblood of our of our business uh, for over 25 years now. Uh, Colpar's Hobbytown, two locations in Denver to serve you, and Colpar.com, as we like to call it, Fred's Place. Also, Coyote Motorsports goes to see uh, Brian this weekend. Tell me, heard us talking about him on the radio. Uh, Denver's only star certified Yamaha dealer, one of the top. CF Moto dealers in the country, 0% financing. They got the new CF Moto motorcycle and ATVs and UTVs and side-by-sides, too. Also, dream cars, auction selling or traditional selling, too. The lowest selling percentage anywhere in the country, just 2% support at dreamcars.com. Tell Tom that you heard us talking about it. And what can I say? It's the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show Car Show the second Sunday every month at the WeatherTech Campus in Broomfield. And August 6th, uh, go to racecentralmedia.com. All the information is right there for the uh, Total Beverage Race Central Not Your Average Car Show Car Show at the Westminster location. Also, Total Beverage Fridays. Every Friday, the flash sale and the in-store tastings, too. For all of us here at Bonneville... You let me do what I want to do. Ha <laughs> ha. Sid the Kid, uh, STK, pushing all the buttons and uh, doing a great job. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media and Kurt Hansen's Race Central TV. Also on Twitter. Tweet at us, tweet with us, uh, make fun of us if you want at Race Central. For all of us here and everybody at Race Central, have a great weekend. Be safe. God bless. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>